Welcome to the third out, hosted by Bryson French and Noah Witzke. Welcome to the third out. Today is May 15th, and it's a beautiful day for baseball. I'm your host, Bryson French, here with Noah Witzke, as always. Uh, we got a little bit of MLB news, and then we will get into our show today. So, today's Sunday, kind of like the end of the week for the MLB, and there have been two no-hitters this week, but not really. So, yeah, the Reds threw a no-hitter today, uh, but it technically doesn't count as a no-hitter because it was only eight innings, and they lost the game. Uh, yeah. So, I feel like first, that's a good story of the Reds' season so far. Yeah, first team since 2008 to lose a, no, lose a game with a no-hitter. Yeah. Uh, and technically, to be classified as a no-hitter, you have to make it all nine innings. Yeah. Because Pirates were the home team and they had the lead going into the ninth, they didn't have to go back out for the ninth. So, officially in the rule book, in the written the record books, it's not a no-hitter. Yes. But still, I mean, you didn't allow a single hit and you lost the game. That That's kind of sad. Um, on the other hand, though, that's kind of encouraging maybe for Hunter Green. Yeah, Hunter Green looked very good. Uh, he came out with some questionable statements today, though, about not worrying about wins and losses. So we'll see how, how that goes over with some fans. But, well, I mean, when you're at a, having a season like this, it's kind of understandable. Was that after the game? Yes, it was after the game. I feel like you have, you're allowed to be a little upset and say something like that afterwards. Because, yeah. like, that proves that you went out and you did your job and, like, your team did absolutely help you. So, like, I feel like either you're going to get upset and hate your team or you're just going to be like, all right, you know what, I don't care about my team anymore. I'm just doing this for myself. Yeah. So, exactly. I, I do understand that in that situation. On the other hand, though, Reed Detmers threw a no-hitter for the Angels, and they did they did win, and they won by a wide margin uh, in that game. So, the Angels are giving some off. Yeah, the Angels are looking really good. Yeah. So today we got power rankings for you guys. Uh, before we get into that, we just want to remind you to check out our Twitter page. Uh, stay locked in there for more MLB news. And then just uh, leave a review on this podcast. It'll help us out a lot, and it'll get us out there for more people. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, let's jump right into it, hopping in at the number 30 spot. And it's a team that we already kind of talked about, the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. You, you, they were the more. worst team in the league. Yeah, much more to say other than what happened today just summarizes them perfectly. Yes. Um, it, it is interesting. They have the worst run difference in the league. It's like negative 65, and it's not even close. It's like the, the next worst team. Um, the interesting thing to me is their ERA is the highest in the league at 6.23. Like, that is by far the worst ERA in the league. Like, it's not it's like a run and a half, maybe two runs higher than everyone else in the league. And then they go out and they throw a no-hitter. So it's yeah. kind of weird because offensively they're 16th in the league, mm-hmm. but that's what let them down. So anyway, that was kind of ironic, but they're not working well together as a team. And then, you know, terrible pitching on a consistent basis other than apparently today. And then just that, yeah, they're the worst. So moving on. That'll take us up to 29 here. We have the Detroit Tigers. 
dropping a little bit from last week or last time we did this, dropping five spots from 24. But, I mean, there's not much to say about the Tigers either. Haven't had a great season. Uh, they made some free agents signings this year in the offseason, but doesn't seem to be working out for them too well. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll move us to number 28. And another team that has been at the bottom for pretty much our entire, since preseason, nothing's changed here. The Pirates are at 28. Um, it's pretty simple. They're bad. They've been at the bottom all year. They, they've even struggled against the Reds. Uh, surprisingly, they did, they did beat the Dodgers in a series, which is kind of ironic and funny. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't touch. I don't take much away from that. I mean, it was two out of three games, um, and they're still four and eleven against teams above five hundred. Um, they have some expi- They have some exciting things. I mean, you got like Ben Gamble, who's been hitting four hundred five, four hundred nine with a one fourteen OPS over the last fifteen days. So he's absolutely going off. But overall, just like de- decent offensive performance. Uh, Quintana on the mound has been really good for them. But the rest of the starters aren't doing anything. So they're, they're 25th in run scored and the 29th in ERA. So just near the bottom and pretty much everything. Yeah, so that'll move us up down up to 27 here. We've got the Washington Nationals. I mean, Soto's been great. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, Hernandez has been a present supply or surprise there. For the last couple of weeks, 15 hits, eight RBIs, 385 average with a 1032 OPS. Um, so, you know, he's been playing pretty good, but, you know, once again, pitching, uh, not helping this team out. Yeah. And that'll move us to the 26th spot in the Kansas City Royals. Um, they lost a series to the Rangers and the Orioles. So that's pretty bad. Um, offensive is the big struggle for them right now. It's so bad. And like the Royals, are, we expected them to have a decent offense. Um, kind of expected their pitching to struggle, but like, look at the names on their offense. And we thought that they would be able to do something. Um, maybe that means they have the ability to improve, but like, look at the, look at how they've ended up this year. Offensively and runs per game, they're 27th and the pitching is 26th by ERA. So they're at the bottom in both categories when realistically, they should only be in the bottom with pitching. They should not, their offense should not be this bad. Um, but it is, we'll see if it turns it around. But like, if your pitching is 26th, you're going to, you know, the offense is going to turn it around and give up, get it up to about pretty bad. So, yeah, they're still pretty low here. Yeah. Another team that shouldn't be as bad as what they are is the Boston Red Sox. You know, this is a team that had, you know, World Series aspirations before the season started. I mean, people really believed that this team, you know, was a top two, you know, some even argue the best team in the AL East. But, I mean, that's been proven very, very wrong. Uh, You know, the Red Sox, you know, are easily the worst team in that division. I mean, it's not even close. So, yeah, it's a pretty big shock that they've dropped off this far. But, you know, it's still early in but I'm only a month in, so, you know, maybe they have time to improve. But, yeah, as of right now, they're not great. Yeah, and there were preseason rankings with them in the top five, so it's fine. Yeah. They're already, already 25. Um, after that, though, we have the Baltimore Orioles. And the Baltimore Orioles and the Red Sox 
uh, teams over 500. They're nine and 13 against teams over 500, which is actually pretty impressive for a team of this caliber. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, they're led by Cedric Mullins. Um, and then just like after that, everybody is stepping up and performing well. Uh, they're, they're just getting things done and everybody's putting up decent to good numbers. The pitching is doing pretty well. Also, you got Tyler Wells, uh, Bruce Zimmer, and Jordan Lyles all looking really strong. And overall, their ERA is 18th in the league, and their offense is 22nd. So, I mean, they're here at 24 in the power rankings just because of like, what we expect from them. But if they keep performing like this with the ERA at 18th and offense at 20, like they could be a top 20 team. Oh, yeah. If they continue this. But um, it's, it's really nice to see them doing what they're doing. Um, but not, not high hopes that it'll continue. But mm-hmm. they may actually be the, not the worst team in their division. They may actually finish above the Red Sox at least. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, so I'll take us up to the Oakland A's there coming in at 23. Uh, once again, you know, the team's struggling with uh, the good teams beating the bad teams. Sw- you know, swept by Tampa and the Twins. Took four or five from the Tigers. You know, the offense has been struggling. Uh, but, you know, that's no surprise there. Um, yeah. You know, the A's are just doing A's things. Yeah. Their pitching staff is incredible. I mean, their ERA is ninth in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, offense is second to last, yeah. uh, or last, depending on what category you look at. But it is it is amazing. You know, they got rid of everything of value, and the pitchers are just going off, and the hitters are just non-existent. So, yeah. Uh, that will bring us to number 22, and we have the Texas Rangers. Uh, they're getting a little hot. Actually, uh, they had a little bit of trouble with the Yankees, which is understandable with how the Yankees have been recently. Uh, but they were competitive in those games, which is something that we didn't even see from the White Sox. Um, so we got guys like Brad Miller. I mean, he's out there taking BP in, uh, in blue jeans, but he is going off. He's got a 1.056 OPS over the last 15 days. He's going off. Mitch Garver is really hot as well. Unfortunately, there's some guys that are not hot. Um, and Adolis Garcia is one of those guys. Now he did it two home runs today, but I put the stat line down before that happened. So over the last 15 days, he had one walk and 18 strikeouts and an OPS of 0.473. Um, but yeah, the two home runs today does help. Um, we get some more coming from him. Marcus Simeon, also a big struggle. Uh, you really need Adolis and Marcus Simeon playing good on a regular basis. Um, yeah, they had, the, but they got guys starting or stepping up. You got uh, Martin Perez going off, Taylor Hearn, Noon or Dunning, excuse me. All those guys are putting together good starts, but yeah, just kind of hitting around twentieth right now. They're twentieth in ERA and they're twentieth in runs scored, and so like, they're decent. They got a little fight in them, and they have potential to maybe click a little later on but I don't know how much better this pitching can do. And, you know, the offense has room for improvement, but they're, they're not going to make a massive jump moving forward, I don't think. So that'll take us up to the Rockies there at 21. Uh, you know, they're playing 500 baseball, but, you know, against good teams, they've been struggling. Run differential and wins, you know, against winning teams. You know, Cron's still hot. Rogers started playing very well. Hit two home runs, 12 RBIs, 973 OPS over the last, you know, 15 days. Um, you know, 
the starting pitching is uh, has been their downfall. You know, tenth in runs per game, and then twenty eighth in ERA. Yeah, and it's hard to keep winning if you're doing that, especially against good teams. What it looks like, you can beat bad teams if you can hit well. They can't beat good teams if they can't pitch well. They're three and six against teams above five hundred. Really, their demise. I think that takes us to number twenty and the Mariners. Uh, this is a team we expected to do well to do well. Um, but they are cold, very cold, actually. They have a negative run difference of negative eight, run difference of negative eight, and they are nine and 14 um, against teams above 500. They're, I mean, they're a very hard portion of the schedule. I mean, they had Houston, Tampa, Philly, the Mets, Toronto, all back to back to back. Um, so that is, you know, that's got to be hard to get by. And we'll see if they get out of that portion of the schedule, if they start to heat up a little bit. Uh, Julio Rodriguez. He's finally starting to heat it up, and the starting rotation has some real struggles. So maybe that will turn around. Uh, Robbie Ray's, I mean, he had one good season. Is that an anomaly or is that real? Um, but this is another team very similar to the Rangers. They're 20th in offense, and they're 20th in ERA. Um, but I do think this team has a little more potential just because of what they have on the starting rotation. So, so that'll take us up there to 19, and we're going to Chicago. I'm gonna go with the Cubs there. You know they they haven't looked. They didn't look too competitive there with the Dodgers. You know over the past 15 days there, you know the offense has been absolutely horrendous. I mean the last two weeks have been horrible. Uh, you know this was a team that started off pretty hot and then you know they just settled down a little bit. You know haven't been able to hit the ball very well. Uh, you know they have faced really good pitching though. But, you know, still, offense has been bad. Uh, you know, Contreras is the only guy to hit over 220. Um, two home runs, three RBIs. Um, you know, 1-1-4-8 OPS over the last, you know, two weeks or so. Um, I mean, Cubs just, you know, struggling a little bit right now. Yeah. And that'll move us to number 18, and we have the Guardians. This is a team, there's a lot of excitement around these guys. Um, but things are still looking really concerning for them. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't do good against good teams. They are five and fourteen against teams above five hundred. That that scares me. To you know, what is the legitimacy of this team if they're playing like that? Um, it was a good week for Josh Naylor, that's for sure. Uh, he carried the team to a very important victory over the Red Sox, or excuse me, over the White Sox. Jose Ramirez and Stephen Kwan have cooled down recently. Uh, after their hot starts. And then on the pitching side of things, we expected Shane Bieber to be better, but he's got a 4.13 ERA. Uh, and the only starter to look good right now is Tristan McKenzie. And he didn't do the best today in his start, but overall he's been doing good recently. Um, we had high expectations for this whole starting rotation though. I mean, there were a bunch of young guys. We thought they were going to do really good and it's just not happening. And, I have heard some rumors, you know, maybe not so much rumors, but some stuff about Shane Bieber and maybe his struggles have to having to do with the sticky stuff situation that got banned last year. Um, I mean, technically the last time he was good was back when pitchers were getting away with sticky stuff and then boom, he comes back, no sticky stuff and he's not doing too hot. Um, I don't know, just a hunch, just a rumor. Um, but they had the sixth best offense this year. I mean, they are scoring runs. This offense is going off, and the pitching is 23rd in the league. Um, so 
Pitching's got to step it up. That's the big thing for them. I think off to run scored. So, yeah, just got to figure out the pitching. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, Shane Bieber figures that out because, you know, that was my prediction for the Cy Young at the beginning of the year. Not looking like too great of a take, but, you know, that'll take us up to number 17. And, you know, we're moving from one top of the country down to the very bottom with the Miami Marlins. Uh, you know, they this is a team that's been pretty cold. You know, even against the bad teams, they've looked kind of kind of rough. You know, Jesus Aguilar there is heating up, though. He's had three home runs, nine RBIs, 907 OPS, you know, over the last two weeks. Um, you know, more guys need to step up. Solaire, Garcia, you know, Jesus Sanchez, you know. I, I mean, they're pretty much disappeared. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, pitching, you know, we talked about this early in early podcasts that, you know, the pitching staff very well, um, you know, pit. So, you know, they should, should have the pitching to uh, you know, keep this team afloat. Uh, you know, even though a couple of their starters are uh, trying to figure it out right now. I think you got one thing backwards. I think I'm going to say this. Um, they're playing really well against the bad teams. No, 16. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 16 of the nineteen losses. 16 of their net 16 of 19 losses have come against teams above 500. Yes. Which means they've only yes. lost three games against teams that they're that are below 500. So they are they've had a really tough schedule and they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat by a large large shot. So that is encouraging. But yeah, like you said, everything else there. Um the Braves are at number 16. We're staying in the AL East. Um, excuse me, I said AL, NL East. Uh, this, I mean, the Braves just are really performing like a 500 team. You know, whether and how they played against teams above 500, they're you know right around 500 and everything. Just look really average. Nothing spectacular. Um, good news for them is Acuna's back, and he is he looks pretty good. He's hitting 282, two home runs, and an 878 OPS. Unfortunately, the rest of the offense has gone incredibly cold over the last 15 games, the last two weeks or so. Ozzy Albies, uh, such a low batting average for him, 217 recently. Uh, Olsen has gone a little cold, hitting 196 over the last two weeks. Ozuna, 0.089 average and zero home runs, no production from him. I really had high hopes for him coming back. Um, yeah, I really wanted Ozuna to go off, and he is not doing anything right now. Austin Riley even struggling with a 182 over the last two weeks with his batting average. Um, just, I mean, those are the guys that you expect to do well, but even the guys you don't, you know, expect to be as productive or underperforming. So just nothing coming from this offense right now. And that scares me the most. Um, on the pitching side, Ian Anderson with a 4.2 ERA, Charlie Morton with a 5.6, uh, Bryce Elder with a 4.7. I mean, th- that is all less than ideal uh, mm-hmm. for your pitching staff. Um, so overall as a team, they're 16th in runs per game and the pitching is 23rd in ERA. So yeah, underperforming. And I feel like even if they do get it back up, they're going to be sitting about average unless they just completely turn it around. And that may happen, but as of right now, they're sitting around average for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll move us up to, 15 there. We're headed to the south side of Chicago with going with the White Sox. Uh, I mean, this is a team 
you know, they've looked good at times. They often have looked really bad at times. And they just uh, came up a series loss to the Yankees from the Yankees pretty much. I mean, they did – they dominated that series except for one. Uh, you know, the White Sox took one game from them yesterday. Uh, but, I mean, you know, they look bad against teams over 500. You know, once again, the Yankees over 500 didn't look great against them. Uh, I mean – you know, couldn't close out the Guardians in close games. Anderson and Robert, you know, statistically they have been very, very hot. Of an, they have an OPS of 1.027 and not 0. 0.900, respectively, between the two of them. You know, we were talking about their pitching staff, you know, in early podcast before the season started uh, about their pitching. And the pitching has been pretty concerning, you know, because of injuries. Um, but, you know, once they get healthy, you know, they should be fine. Uh, but, you know, overall they have 19th in the league with an ERA and 24th in runs scored. Yeah. And that will move us to number 14, another underperforming team. This makes three teams in a row that we expected to do well and are underperforming. This is the Blue Jays. Um, the nicer thing for me with the Blue Jays is they are closer to 500. Mm-hmm. Uh, against against good teams, um, but yeah, they were. I mean, they were a team that we consider to be a World Series contender, and they just aren't looking good right now. They're one and five against the Yankees in the last two weeks, one and three against the the Guardians. Um, the, I mean, those things are pretty concerning. Um, George Springer is hot. Matt Chap- Chapman is cold. Um, everybody's just all over the pit, all, all over the place. Starting pitching needs to pick it up. Um, I mean, you got Berrios, uh, Kikuchi, and Stripling all needed to pick it up. I mean, we expect better things from them. Uh, Hinjin Ryu uh, should be returning soon, and his, you know, him coming back strong is absolutely vital for this team. I mean, they really need him. Um, so overall, right now they're 21st in runs scored and 21st in ERA, and neither of those things are where they should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a team that should be top 10 probably in both of those categories. I mean, yeah. obviously we. They have like one of the best offenses in, in the league, and they're 21st right now in the runs per game. So that is that is not good for them. So yeah, they're not living up to their potential, but they're sitting about 14th right here. We're gonna see, give them a little more time, see if they pick it up. We can move them back up, and if they keep playing like this, they'll keep moving down. Yes, yeah, so that'll take us up to 13 here. This is a team that. We will be going to see this week Bryson and the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, you know, they just got some bad news today that Harper will be out, you know, so many games for his injection there. Um, you know, he had that torn UCL or partially torn UCL. So he'll be out for at least four weeks, DHing. Um, but, I mean, this team, you know, of course, defense is their, uh, their weak spot, as we've talked. Offense, they can, they can score runs. And then pitching is also one of their rough spots as they are 22 or 22nd in the league in the ERA. Yeah. Yeah, offense is great. Defense, not so much. And, or I should say runs, not so much. And we're going to move up a spot to number 12. and. That is the Arizona Diamondbacks. This is the exact opposite of the Phillies. Uh, we had said the Phillies were, you know, 
They they hit well. They don't pitch well. They don't play defense well. The Diamondbacks are the other way around. They pitch well, and you know they can play defense pretty well, but they are really struggling to hit. But the Diamondbacks, I mean, twelve. We had them sitting. I mean, really low in our preseason. Oh, yeah. I don't remember how low exactly, but like really low. And they have been probably the biggest surprise of the 2022 season. Um, and they're playing 500 baseball. And, um, I mean, they're they're really beating teams that are good, too. I mean, they're 10 and 12 against teams about 500, so that's really good. Um, you know, they've played so many games against good teams. Um, and they've been really hot recently. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we I think we had the – okay, it was 28th in our first power ranking. Uh, but they've gone up since then. And it's finally nice to see Cattell Marte starting to heat up. He got off to a cold start, and his performance has been good. So that should help their um, that should help their offense a good bit. But on the pitching side of things, I mean that's where it's really come from for them. You got Merrill Kelly with a one point seven one ERA. Bumgarner's coming back and having a strong year uh, with a sub two ERA. Zach Gallon, he's got a sub one ERA. So, I mean, just keep an eye on this pitching staff. They are so fun to watch, and I mean, good things coming from them. Uh, 24th in runs per game, um, but 10th in ERA. But okay, so another big stat here over the last 15 days, so over the last two weeks, they are sixth in offense. So they're they're heating up. So I said they had offensive struggles, but they're those are kind of turning around recently. So we'll see if that keeps up or if they're going to cool back down on offense. But I think the pitching is here to stay, and if the offense keeps it up for what they've done for the past two weeks, then they'll be. They'll be 12 plus, you know, in this list. But if the if the offense cools back down, they'll drop down a little bit. But this pitching is going to keep them keep them close to where they are right now. I think. Yeah. So then that'll move us up to number 11. Now, this is another team we'll see later this week, Bryson and the San Diego Padres. Uh, you know, they're playing 500 ball against you know 500 teams. Machado's finally back to his MVP level play. Luke Voigt's playing very well. C.A. Abrams finally getting settled in the league, hitting 286 over the last 15 days. You know, Mackenzie Gore is very exciting. Um, Musgrove looks very good. But, you know, the rest of the rotation struggling a little bit. Uh, offense is 11th and pitching is 17th. You know, the Padres are looking very, very good, even with Tatis on the I.L. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sitting 500 against the uh, against the teams above 500, five and five there. So they haven't played a lot of good teams, um, but they do have a lot of runs scored offensively. You know, 17th in runs per game, and yeah, 17th in pitching. So yeah, not too bad for them. We'll see how it goes. Well, that'll now take us to the top 10, and at number 10 we have the Tampa Bay Rays. Now Rays also haven't played. Uh, many good teams. They are four and five against teams above 500. And you know, while they've played, you know, the good teams they have played, they've done decent, you know, sitting around 500. But offensively as a whole, just looks like a struggle. Um, they had some good games against like Seattle. Um, but overall, Manuel Margot is like the only guy going off for them. And uh, I mean, the pitching staff is not what it was last year. Uh, their ERA is 16th in the league, um, and when you depend so so heavily on your pitching, it's not good to be 16th in ERA. Uh, OPS, they're 16th as well, so offensively about about average. Um, I think the the offense can stay 
where they're at around 16th in the league. Uh, but you really need the pitching staff to improve. If they want to keep moving up. Um, so they're sitting at 10 right now, again, strictly because of potential. I mean, we have so many teams with a high potential that are underperforming mm-hmm. and it's, it's hard to track which ones they're going to deserve to be in the top 10 and all. But as of right now, it's the Rays. Uh, we'll, we'll see some more games against good teams coming up here soon. We'll see how they do against that. But yeah, as of right now, they are number 10. So that takes up to number nine. You know, it's a team that kind of surprises surprises a lot of people there uh, in the Minnesota with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, you know, they're around 500 with the good teams. You know, got swept by the Astros here, but I mean, the Astros have won 11, 12 in a row. So no big deal there. And the offense struggling there. Uh, and uh, Paulo Correa and then Sestino there. All hitting really, really well. Uh, you know, Royce Lewis, you know, hit his first career home run. You know, you're going to want to keep an eye on him. He's going to be very, very good. Uh, you know, three really good starters, three not so great. Uh, seventh in ERA, but the offense there is 22nd. Yeah, I'd expect that offense to pick it up. Just yes. five. Uh, mm-hmm. Pitching staff is a surprise. I can't believe this pitching staff has the seventh best ERA in baseball, though. Yeah, that surprised me when I read that. Uh, you know, when we were doing the research for this, you know, that really surprised me. Well, if anything, I think they would actually flip. I feel like the offense would go up and the pitching would go down. Uh, yep, exactly what I was thinking. Also, I think this is a team that's destined to kind of move down. I mean, they, I feel like they deserve the nine spot right now, but they're two and six against teams above 500. So I feel like. They're not going to last here. So, no, we'll see where it goes moving forward. But yeah, that'll move us to the number eight spot. And that, that is the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, they are playing right around 500 um, and they are doing really well or doing decent against teams over 500, nine and nine against good teams. Um, the offense is the big struggle now. Again, today is Sunday and we just finished. Um, but I don't think that makes up for the offensive problems. I mean, you got uh, Tyler O'Neill, who's basically just – he's basically losing his playing spot. And he was – you know, we expected him to be the best left fielder in baseball. And now he's just not even – I mean, he's not even sure he deserves to start right now. Um, on the other side of things, you got Juan Yepes, who is very exciting. Um, and the pitching staff looks good. Um, Steven Matz is a little inconsistent. And they lost a series to the Orioles, so that's kind of sad. But offensively, uh, it's just streaky. Um, saw a stat the other day where uh, they have 6.2 runs in the games they win, and they have 2.2 runs when they lose on average for how many runs they scored. So that is a massive, like, they either go off or they do nothing, and there's not a lot of room in between. Um, so they are ninth offensively in runs per game. But again, just the streakiness of that does not really look too good. But they are seventh in ERA. So I think they're the first team on this list to be top 10 in both runs per game and in ERA. So they find themselves at the number eight spot right now. Yes. And for all those Cardinal fans out there, I know of a very good podcast in the Red Bird Review. Uh, I may want to go check that one out. But now moving up to number seven, we're going to stay in division here going over to Milwaukee with the Brewers. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a team that kind of surprised a little bit. You know, I expected them to be pretty competitive, pretty good. 
I didn't think, you know, they'd be a top 10 team, you know, this early on in the season. Uh, but, you know, Yelich, you know, we had talked of, you know, early on for the season if Yelich was going to bounce back. But, you know, Yelich is playing very, very well here. Uh, you know, hit for the cycle. Um, you know, I texted Bryson. I was like, hey, I think Yelich is back. And he replies back with, uh, it was against the Reds. It doesn't count. Um, so, you know, just tossing that out there. But, you know, Yelich is playing very well. Yeah. Yelich is playing very well. So that's awesome to see. You know, pitching's very good. Um, obviously, we talked about that for shows and shows before the season started. Even since the season started, we've talked about that. Uh, but something very surprising is Woodruff there with his 5.96 ERA. So that kind of shocks uh, a lot of people. Uh, but even with that pitching 12th in the league and something that shocks a lot of people, me included there, is their offense is fourth in the league. Yeah. I think a lot of this comes down to the schedule they played, though. I mm-hmm. mean, you and, you and I have talked about this off the podcast. This has been the weakest schedule in all of baseball to this point. They've had so many games. They've, they've played the Orioles. And one other team out of the division that they played. And then it's just been like Pirates, Cubs, Reds, Pirates, Cubs, Reds. And like they are, they've played five games against teams about 500 and they have a losing record against those teams. So yes. eventually they're going to have to play good teams. You're going to have to play the Cardinals a lot. And I mean, I know it's a weak division, so it's not going to be the hardest schedule, yeah. but it's, it's not going to be, you're not going to be playing the Orioles, the Pirates, the Reds, the Cubs, every single series. Um, I think they're going to move down a decent amount, but yeah, as of right now, you got to respect the fact that their offense is fourth in the league and their pitching is 12th in the league. Um, but just looking forward predictively, I don't know how well it's going to last. Yes. But that'll move us up to number six. And this is a team that is definitely on the uphill and that is the New York Mets. Uh, another team that we are going to go see this week. Um, now, this may be a little low for them, but again, I think they could jump up a good bit here in our next in our next uh, power ranking after this. But just need a little more time on them. But Pete Alonso is going off. He has five home runs in the last fifteen games. He has been hitting over three hundred. Jeff McNeil, Brandon Nimmo, those guys have also been hot. Um, pitching staff's kind of cooling down. Uh, we talked about the hot start of uh, McGill. He's been cooling down. Uh, rest of the rotation still looks decent. Um, I'd like to see more from David Peterson. We'll see. Um, but they are eighth in offense, scoring 4.45 runs per game. And they are fourth in ERA. So, um, I mean, the rotation is supposed to be the best in the league. And while it has been good, I don't think it's the best right now. And, you know, DeGrom will come back maybe later on, and then they can become the best rotation in the league. But, yeah, the Mets are off to a really good start, and yeah, they're definitely the best team in their division. That's not going to be close, and maybe watch out. They may get a little lackadaisical a little later on in the season, um, and they got a hard schedule coming up this week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as they have that uh, series against the Cardinals uh, that will sit in for two games on tomorrow and Tuesday, but – That'll move us over to the opposite side of the country there in San Francisco with the Giants coming in at number five. So our top five now, uh, I mean, last time we had talked about the Giants and our power rankings, we talked about how Jock Peterson was playing very good and he was very hot. 
Well, now it's the total opposite. You know, he's gone ice cold. No Crawford and Bart both struggling. Uh, starting rotation, you know, could look a lot better, has potential to look a lot better. Lots of underperformers there. But, you know, this team just gets it done. They win. Uh, uh, ninth best team offensively by OPS plus, second runs per game. Uh, and then, you know, team still has, even with those underperformers, you know, they have the best or eighth best e- ERA in the, uh, in the MLB. Uh, that'll move us to the number four spot. And uh, I said the Diamondbacks might be the biggest surprise of the season, but this is a pretty big one as well. Los Angeles Angels. They are looking really good right now, and they are really holding their own against good teams. Um, and that's really what makes me think they're pretty legit. They have a run difference of 57 runs um, more than their opponents. The offense is absolutely insane right now. I mean, you got Trout, Otani, Walsh, Rendon, Marsh, Ward. That is scary. Um, probably one of the scariest looking lineups in the league right now. Um, you know, you got Rendon and Marsh, who, you know, you could say maybe they're a little bit cold, but you can't, as a pitcher, you can't just avoid those guys in the, in the lineup and go to sleep on them. Um, the rotation has also been really good. And that's, you know, that's what the Angels have always struggled with, or at least. Uh, for years now, they've struggled with the starting rotation and their pitching staff. But I mean, you got Detmers who just threw a no hitter. Um, Otani has really gotten things together this season and worked his ERA back under a three. And then you got Sandoval who has a 2.03 ERA. Cindergard is looking really good like that. I think that is the best rotation in the league right there. Um, their team ERA is fifth in the league. Again, that factors in the bullpen as well. And offense is third in the league right now. So, I mean, Third best, third best offense, fifth best pitching staff. Average that out. They're the fourth best team in the league right now, I think. Yeah, so that'll take us over to Texas and Houston there for number three. We have the Houston Astros, you know, winning 11 of the last 11 games there. So, you know, very, very hot team. Uh, now, Alvarez has hit six home runs the last two weeks. Altuve four, Jeremy Pena uh, has been very very good. You know, coming in to replace Correa there, he left in free agency. You know, he has three home runs, thirteen RBIs, with a three thirty three average here in the last two weeks. Um, and then starting pitching has been very very good uh, as a team with a ERA of a two point six eight, crazy sixteenth uh, offense in the. MLB, and then but the second in the last two weeks, so they're playing very, very good baseball right now. Yeah, that is my bad. They did lose their winning streak now. Uh, they lost the game to the Nationals, but they bounced back and won today. So, but I mean, still nine of their last 10 games winning. So, uh, yeah, definitely extremely hot. And we go from that hot team to another very hot team, and that is the New York Yankees. Uh, they would. I mean, I don't know if you want to say the Yankees are the hottest team in baseball or the Astros are, are the hottest team in baseball, uh, but either one of these guys, I mean, they're both dominating and they're really beating good teams. I mean, the Yankees are six and three against good teams um, and they have absolutely dominated the White Sox, which has been absolutely crucial for me. I mean, just proving how good they are. Um, Judge and Stanton have both hit six home runs in the last six games 
and Anthony Anthony Rizzo has gone absolutely cold. But I don't think it really matters just with how much offensive production you have coming from these bats. And then you got Nestor Cortez. Um, he has been such a good find. And overall, their rotation is looking good. The only weak link right now is Sevy, uh, looking a little concerning. Um, but the bullpen is great. And, you know, overall, their landing ERA is third in the league and offense is fifth in runs per game. So easily one of the scariest teams in the league right now. And that is their number two spot. Yeah, that number two spot uh, would be my number one. But I'm a little biased, so I had Bryson just be the tiebreaker there. Of course, he puts him at two. Uh, but, you know, with number one, you know, this shouldn't be a surprise to a lot of people. You know, this could you could flip a coin and, you know, whatever list you look at, there'll be one or two. So that will be the L.A. Dodgers there coming at number one. They were our number one team at the beginning of the year in the preseason, the first one, and then our second power rankings. Uh, you know, they lost the series to the Pirates, but, you know, you'll lose – Lose a series here and there. Uh, took Giants two games out of the series there. Then still the best run differential in the league. Mookie's been playing very, very well. Freeman's been hitting well. Pitching's been looking good. You know, we had a little concern there at the beginning of the season how their pitching staff's going to look because there are so many question marks. Well, they've been playing very, very well here. Um, you know, they just need a fifth starter there. You know, Tyler Anderson really hasn't filled that role. Kershaw's on the IL. Um, you know, they have the sixth best OPS in the league, have the most runs in the league, and they have the best ERA in the league. So, you know, with that being said, they are our number one team in the third outs, second power rankings of the season. Yep, so we appreciate you guys joining us uh, for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed our power rankings. Next week we do have the um, – Top 10 relievers. I know we were really intending to get this uh, top 10 list done before the season started, but it's kind of run into the season now. And we've slowed down as we we got other things to talk about when the season starts. But our last episode for top 10s is top 10 relievers, and that'll be next week. And then the week after that, we'll have our team of the month for May. It's hard to believe we're that far into the season already. Yeah. Um, but we appreciate you guys joining us, and we hope you guys come check us out next time. So this is Bryson French and Whiskey signing off. See you guys later.